Round the Back is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Round the Back and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Podnose or send us an email via admin at podnose.com. Good evening, David. Good evening, Joe. Sif? <laughs> that was very abrupt. Oh, I was yeah, well, almost like overlapping. Was overlapping is it? With a abrupt, oh, wasn't it? Abrupt. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. You all right? Yeah, I'm okay, actually. Good. Thanks for the tea. It's all right. Are you um, normal this week? Yeah, fairly. Um, yeah? Yeah, I'm all right, actually. What have you been up to? Oh, what haven't I been up to? Ask me that. What haven't you been up to? Not much. Oh, good. Yeah. So what? you've been up to loads of stuff then, clearly. Yeah, which I'm not allowed to talk about. Confidential? Reality. Classified? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of that. Military stuff again. Army stuff. Shh. Oh, yeah. That's why I've got that black line across my eyes. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? <laughs> I thought you were just being... Bad makeup. Adamant <laughs> or something. Yeah. A mysterious 90s <laughs> sort of post-punk <laughs> band. Post-punk? Post-ponce. Okay. Yeah, one of those post-ponce bands. You're getting nasty now. Okay. Yeah. How, are you, how are you then? I've asked you that. Uh, what have you been up to? You've not asked me that. I did ask you at the beginning. Rewind and you'll see. <laughs> oh, Got a comment on that. I know, yes, yes. So Doesn't mean you have to do it every, t- every minute. It's called fan service. All right? <laughs> it's not. It makes me feel like we do actually have fans. <laughs> it makes me feel like we do actually have fans. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm normal, thank you, Dave. Episode 48, Joe. 48. Creeping up to episode 50, yep. which is going to be a real bonanza. Oh yes, uh, we have organised a uh, a fan audience. I'm saying fans, it makes me feel uh, uncomfortable. An audience of, Thank, yes. of extras we've hired to come in and yes. pretend they are <laughs> rent a crowd. Rent a crowd. Yeah. Uh, no, um, it, it's going to be good. We're. Um, but I mean, these the ones in, uh, leading up to that they're going to be good as well. Don't just switch off and go. I'll come back when fifty's out. Yeah, they'll Keep be going. fine. They'll the, be fine. These ones will be adequate. Yeah. So, Dave, I'd like to start this episode. Episode 48. We have started it. Oh, right, okay. Oh, well, you didn't let me finish. Finish? Please finish yourself. Not like that. Off. Yeah. Um, lost my train of thought a little bit there. Thank you. You're welcome. I'd like to start this episode with a joke. An actual joke. An actual joke that I have prepared for you. Go on. Go and on. it's one that I believe will set the tone nicely. Well, go for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. Okay. What did the leper tell the prostitute? <laughs> I mean, that's enough, isn't it? Just the, the question. I don't know, Joe. What did the leper tell the prostitute? Keep the tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep the tip. Yeah, you yeah. like it? Of his news. Yeah. I see what you did there. Oh, oh, David. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yes, it's the news, yes. I'll finish that for you, you mentalist. You didn't know what to do, did you? <laughs> You're just looking around the room. No one's going to help you. You've got to, you've got to think on your feet. <laughs> you started off so well. 
Thank oh. you. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it, it, I was so, I was riding the high of my... Um, the, the fantastic joke. Of my joke, yeah. Keep the tip, Dave. Keep the tip. Now, what I want to do is I want you to start with a proper story, but firstly, I just want to throw in my favourite headline of the week. And I've had, I've had uh, one eye on the news and uh, the other eye on the news... Mm. And I told you uh, those boss eyes would come in handy. Yeah, they? yeah, <laughs> two two stories at once. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not going to read the story because it, it it sort of doesn't need to. Nah, okay. but it's just a fantastic headline. Go on then. What is it? Um, okay, you ready? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Syphilitic mummified corpse buried under Swiss church found to be Boris Johnson's relative. <laughs> <laughs> what, like his his sister or something? No, I think it's relative from like the oh. mid 19th century. Okay, yeah. Syphilitic mummified corpse buried under Swiss church found to be Boris Johnson's relative. Definitely his relative. What a headline. Yeah. Do, a headline. They, is that just from seeing it? They've gone, I think that's Boris Johnson's uh, relative, that is. Yeah, I can see it. Got a, syphilis. So. Yeah. Strand of dead straight blonde hair <laughs> yeah. coming off this mummified corpse. Yeah. Hair often remains in mummified corpses. So. Yeah. And. Uh, the clear signs of syphilis hmm. must be a Johnson. <laughs> she, uh, there, there's his Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and it's all rotted. Oh, <laughs> uh, please, Dave, pray continue. That you, that you are literally just going to read the headline yep. from that. Okay, it's enough. Isn't I might it? make it, it says it all. I might make it a thing. Okay, every just, week. Just favorite headlines. headline of the week. Okay, yeah, yeah, do that. Do that. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, I have got a story. I've got a headline and a story uh, mm. for you. Well, so um, two together. Uh, go. This is uh, from Sky News. Camels banned from beauty contest after being injected with Botox. Uh, <laughs> double take a word? Yeah, that's what I said when I when I read this uh, article. <laughs> article in inverted commas. Which I will read uh, to you now. Yeah. <laughs> um, a camel beauty contest in Saudi Arabia has been rocked by a scandal after 12 ships of the desert camels that's what they call them uh, were, were disqualified because their owners had used botox on them uh, okay so in the headline it says beauty contest yes but then i love the way at the start of the article it says a camel beauty a, contest a camel beauty contest yes <laughs> yes botox um, on a camel yeah i know prize money for the miss camel contest runs into millions of pounds making the temptation to cheat irresistible for some it just makes me think there really is nothing to do out in the desert. <laughs> just the tar- rumours are tar- true. Up your camel. Yeah. 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 The competition is part of a month-long festival celebrating the camel held in Rumour, some 160 kilometres east of Riyadh. It aims to reflect aspects of Saudi heritage and includes a petting zoo featuring the world's tallest and shortest camels, a museum with life-size sand sculptures of camels, and tents for tasting camel's milk. Oh, good. Mm. Uh, that's... I don't know if that's from the tap. Could you, or... could, could you just clarify that it said tents, plural? Tents. Tents. Yeah. yeah, many... Does that mean there's a variety of camel milk per tent? Maybe different... Uh, yeah, full fat, uh, you know, semi-skimmed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gold top. Yeah. And you could have, like, you know, you get those flav- chocolate, maybe, flavoured ones. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, camel uh, milk shake. Yeah, they just... See what I did there? Yeah, they just... Shake. They shake them up a bit. A, a shake. shake. A shake shakes A shake. Yeah. Camel milk shake. But you don't Made sh- by a shake for a shake. D- but don't shake them too hard because the camels do get the hump. <laughs> oh, 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 it's oh, a hot one. Oh, 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 oh. 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 Right. 
Competitors in the beauty contest are rated on, amongst other things, the size of their lips and cheeks, which is where the illicit use of Botox comes in. Although the rewards for winning are great, a truly beautiful camel does not come cheap. (laughs) Wow. Yes. But what? Yeah, there's a quote here. Only people who have the financial ability can compete on the rare and beautiful camels, said said head judge Forzan Al-Madi. They pay prices up to 7 million rials, which is 1.3 million pounds, or even more. I do not want to exaggerate. Don't then. Wow. Yeah. Per camel. Per camel. But, he goes on, but it depends on how rare the camel is. The rarer the camel is, the more the the competing bidders are, the higher the price becomes. Blimey. I didn't know you could get rare camels. Rare, yeah. As in uncooked or rare no, as in... Just, no, there's not many of them. Yeah. Yeah. Albino ones, maybe. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, ones with wings. But anyway, yeah, so some of them have, have been given Botox to try and win the competition. Botox. In the Miss Camel. Jeez. I'm, I'm imagining, you know, like a full makeover, like eyeliner, you know, mm. mascara, I want... and, and all the other different types of makeup that I can't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Fabergés. Yeah. The uh, a brute a chamonts. I wonder if hump liner. Um, yeah, I wonder if they um do. <laughs> I wonder if they do like the the Miss World contest where they have different uh, you know uh, sections like this this swimwear section <laughs> and the you know the bit where they say uh, what well, you know what what do you, what's your you know, tell us a bit about yourself and they always go I want well they just spit at them yeah it's amazing yeah <laughs> what do you want I want, I want to stop coming to these Fucking shells for a start. And I wish people stopped riding me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're not ships of the desert. We, we just want we just want to hang around. We're just hang around, hanging around us of the desert. That's all we want. <laughs> just leave us alone and stop injecting me with this stuff in my face. Look at the state of me. <laughs> yeah, and give me the red lipstick and not the purple. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And I said a bikini. <laughs> not an all-in-one. <laughs> Doesn't oh, show off my God. humps. Do they ask him like my lovely lady humps, <laughs> my bumps, my anyway, my watery lady humps? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's it. Camels in a beauty contest. Amazing, mm. amazing. Thank you. I loved it. I love you. Good. I I, I don't. Hmm. <clears throat> you got some I've news. I've got some you? news. Yeah. 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 Yeah, news of a very specific category and one that I believe is is um, well, I think it's been missing from this podcast for perhaps two weeks. Uh, I can't remember. Definitely not last week. Okay. And one that I believe you know is becoming a real area of mine. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a speciality of yours. Conspiracy news. You could say it's an area fifty-one of yours. Yeah, the fifty. Well, the fifty-first episode will definitely have to have some serious conspiracy news in it, won't it? Well, fifty-one. Let's see how this one goes first. All right, <laughs> trial and error. Uh, it's about life on Mars, uh, not the David Bowie song. Oh, before you, life on Mars theory intensifies as aliens spotted by ruins in NASA image. Mm. Spotted is you know maybe a scene, mm. imagined. Yes, there we go, better, yeah. Two alien figures have been seen next to a ruined building, B, 
a ruined building on the surface of Mars in NASA pictures, according to remarkable claims. Remarkable <laughs> is a positive word, whereas I think ridiculous would be more yeah. suitable. But just if you just, I mean, don't but just put claims. Don't big it up. Yeah. Just be. Yeah. 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 Impartial. Yeah. There we go. That's better. The suspected aliens were spotted in images. <laughs> oh, okay, straight away, suspected <laughs> aliens. Under suspicion yeah. of being aliens. Oh, I'm not sure what this is. Aliens. <laughs> it's that leap of logic yeah. that we talked about. Yeah. I don't understand what I'm seeing, therefore aliens. Yes. I love that. The suspected aliens were spotted in images of the red planet taken by the Curiosity rover droid, um, which is taking some awesome photos of, of um, Mars. Uh, it's been there for a over a year, I think. Incredible thing. Uh, the Curiosity rover droid, which is exploring Mars for the US Space Agency before beaming back high-resolution, uh, high-definition images. Mm. Now, this is a bit where it, a theme and a pattern might appear. Do you, by any chance, remember the name Scott C. Waring? Scott C. Waring? Uh, it does ring a bell. What about the website UFO Sighting Daily? <laughs> oh, Yes. Oh, yeah, you've talked about him before, haven't you? Scotty Waring is, is, is the man. Is he getting involved again? He might be. Yeah. yeah. They were seen by Scotty Waring, editor of the website UFOSightingsDaily.com, who regularly scours through the pictures looking for signs of life. And Dave, when you're looking for something... Mm-hmm. You'll find it. You often find it, even if it's not there. Yeah. Um, he's gone in... You know, this isn't scientific method. He's gone in with something to see. Yes. And he will see it. Right, going to see me some aliens today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mr. Waring claims they were next to some sort of building with a collapsed wall. He blogged... On Mars. On Mars. Right. Yeah, not down the road. Of course, yeah. Um, he blogged, are you having trouble believing in aliens today? Well then, have a look at these photos from the surface of Mars. <laughs> the, fo- the photo above and below show two figures standing next to each other. It is impossible to tell if they are alive or statues, but I would say they are statues. <laughs> <laughs> is it, it was impossible a minute ago. <laughs> He's gone from impossible to impossible. Yes. It's impossible to tell. That was almost like, is 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 it actually Michael Owen? That shot is impossible, but I've just seen it happen. Yeah, (laughs) tee up a statement and then immediately contradict yourself. Yeah, it's impossible to tell if they're aliens or statues, but I would say they're statues that have survived millions of years. Okay, Yeah. lose the first sentence then, Scott. Yeah, just say they're statues that have survived millions of years. One figure is short, fat, and half as tall as the one next to it. The other figure has bended knees. It's got knees, Dave. It's got knees. No, it hasn't. Uh, as if sitting down and looks to have its legs spread and its back to the other one. Pull the other one is what I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also found a large detailed statue of a pig-like creature. More statues. And something that looks like a bowl-shaped house with its roof ajar. There were also lots of rectangle or square entrances. Oh, sorry, with its roof ajar? Yeah. You don't have a roof ajar. It's not something you open. No. No. It's a... uh, what, open the roof, would you love uh, look, it's getting hot in here. Just have it ajar. What the whole roof? Yeah, the whole roof. Come on, it's on the. It's on. Use pulley. <laughs> Get out of here, mate. Oh dear. Um, there were lots of rectangular square entrances at the bottom of rocks. I only concluded. I only included two, but I saw many. Yeah. Again, imagine a scientist saying <laughs> yeah. that. I, I collected loads of data, but I threw but them all I, away. But I've only shown you the bits <laughs> that prove me right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Over the years, Mr. Waring claims to have found an array of signs of life in the pictures, including other aliens, buildings, creatures, and fossils. 
There is a popular conspiracy theory that an advanced civilization once thrived on Mars, but it was killed off by an intergalactic nuclear war. So, <laughs> obviously, you know, an intergalactic yeah, nuclear war. Yeah, like Star Wars, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I wonder if he's a fan. I bet he is. He might be. Um, but even Star Wars takes place within one galaxy. Hmm. Intergalactic oh, right. okay, means yeah. so neighbouring galaxies. That's like your national team. Yeah. We're talking about light years and light years and hundreds, thousands, maybe light years of travel. So what are you saying? Not possible? Uh, Unlikely. Less. Unlikely. Likely. Less like. Okay, <laughs> yeah. fine. Um, your opinion. NASA does not agree. And it says it has found no evidence in any rover images of signs of even the most simplistic forms of life. Uh, basically, what? Mr. Waring is seeing his shadows. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I don't, dis- don't dislike this, Mr. Waring, um, but I'm going to go with NASA on this one. Just I feel they've got a bit more clout, a bit more expertise. Yeah, I'll say one thing about Mr. Waring is I admire his positivity <laughs> yeah. and his confidence. Yeah, but um, nothing else. Uh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> there is a formula. This, there I've mentioned you mean this, there it isn't? There it isn't. <laughs> yeah. I'll just finish with this last sentence that I think has come up in previous articles. And I love the way that the uh, Daily Express often does this. And it's like the Michael Owen thing. Set up your article. Say, oh, remarkable claims. Look at this. Mm. He's seen this. And then at the end of the article, you have this. Ready? Yeah. Icing on the cake. This is a phenomenon when the brain tricks the eyes into seeing familiar objects or shapes in textures or patterns such as clouds or rock formations called pareidolia. Right, yeah. We and he, he has this. that before, yeah. He has that. A bit it. like th- that paper saying, we've got loads of news stories when I actually read it. Nah. Nah. So there we go. That's my uh, conspiracy news. Ooh, that was a very... I enjoyed it. Did you? Yes. Right, are we going to move on to our specialist subject now, Joe? Specialist? Oh, I'm I'm not so sure about how special it will be. As in football? Oh, that? Yeah, what were you thinking of? Not the... Not, I was wondering no, why no, you no, brought... No, not no, the other no, thing. No, no, no we've got to keep that... That's private. That's NSFW. That's not... That no one wants to hear about that. Um, True. You've got some transfer stuff. Is that correct? I do. Would you like to hear the theme? Yes. Transfer stuff. Now, Dave, there's been some interesting big, big, big moves. Is there? Yes. Oh God, I'm not. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I'm going to start off. um, I don't have lots of detail on it because I think by now uh, it was very soon after the last week's podcast that sort of was clear that it it was was really going to. It was moving in that direction, wasn't it? If I think, if if you're talking about what I think you're talking about, yes, yes, Uh, it's it's sort of fairly old news now because this transfer window's short and things move fast. But it's um, just brush over it. Start off chatting about Sanchez and Mukatitsi Tarian. They basically just swapped. Literally, yeah. I think there was about ten million pounds as well moving to Arsenal. Chump change. Sanchez is definitely more valuable. Mm. Uh, What's your what's your you know immediate reaction to that transfer? Oh my god! Really? That's my. That was my immediate reaction. No, my m- immediate reaction was, oh yeah, because they've been talking about it for ages. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't know really. I suppose. Well, good for everyone, is it? I think Sanchez it- wanted to leave. Yeah. Uh, Mkhitaryan wasn't happy at United. Arsenal did want Mkhitaryan back, prior, uh, before he moved to Man United. So yeah. they've got a player they were previously interested in. They got out muscled financially, I think, didn't they? He's got United? a chance at. 
sort of rejuvenate his career. He's not the kind of player who will run back and defend and get physical in the defence mm. for United. And that's clearly, I think, why Mourinho didn't like him. Yeah. So ship him off to Arsenal, uh, what, and, more likely to fit in. And Sanchez is? I don't think he is. Very is physical it? player, though. Very strong. He's not going to track back, though. I think he has done for Arsenal fairly well. Mm, okay. Again, I... I think not, it's a just. I think it's a it's a marquee signing for Man United. Yeah, it's a shirt sales business move, a very astute business move. Obviously, like an absolutely quality player, but a, a fairly temperamental one. And I think you're right, not necessarily a Mourinho team player. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets used and where he gets used. Mm. Have you heard him speak, Sanchez? Mm, no. Yeah, I want to hear him speak. I want to know what his voice sounds like. Did you see the ridiculous video? <laughs> yes. With him playing the piano. Yeah what's the point I know that. And I, I was thinking because I'm a you know quite a techie person in what I do for a living sure I was thinking about that from a techie point of view mm. they would have had to commission some video produ- a video production team to put that together and sound production and um, it, you know at the last minute probably like a day turnaround oh we've yeah. got him quick yeah. get this video together I just think it's such do a you, ridiculous thing to do do you think it's actually him playing the piano no oh you don't. I'd say it's unlikely. It could be. Yeah. I mean, he's not mentioned it before, has he? I mean, that mm. would be something straight away you'd be going in, in the post match interviews, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, it was a good game. It's important to get through. Do you know I can play the piano? Yeah, I'm just off to practice now. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so, well, I, yeah, I think it, it's, I think, yeah, good for everyone then. Hopefully. Yeah, especially Hopefully. for Sanchez. He's an absolute fortune. Oh, uh, yeah. Ridiculous money. Um, and my next one. Uh, in transfer stuff, uh, do you remember the Portuguese, a uh, very dynamic and versatile midfielder, João Mario? Yes, he had a very good Euro 2016. Is he play? For, is he is he play for PSG? No, no, no. He no, moved. not him. I'm thinking of someone else. More, um, Lucas Moura. He's Brazilian. Yeah, and he might be moving to Arsenal, supposedly. Tell me about this, uh, João Mario. João Mario brothers. Um. So after Euro 2016, he earned himself a 30, oh, what was it, 36 or 40 million move to Inter Milan. Right. Uh, which was a bit of a surprise for me because it seemed for many years like the Italian clubs don't have any financial clout anymore, but they could drop all that on a midfielder. So I was thinking, oh, good, but he's not fit in there at all. Not done well Hasn't for Inter out. Milan. Not worked out. So it looks like he might be, um, he's having a medical, supposedly, for a, a loan move. Mm-hmm. To West Ham. To West Ham. West Ham. Yeah. Shit, they're bad. Uh, oh no, he's completed the loan move. Supposedly, it's he's the latest. He's completed the loan move. He's completed the loan move to West Ham. Wow. So West Ham have a. a this is a, a happening as we're speaking, is it? <sighs> happened. Quite possibly. Yes. It has happened. Yes. Happened. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so you know, West Ham have uh, Manuel Lanzini and Marco Arnautovic injured now. So it's definitely, they need an attacking, some more attacking force. And they've managed to get hold of... David Moyes has slipped in there and bit one out, has he? He's, he's not done bad, has he? You get, I'll get you in, boy. I'll get you out there. He's a, he's a, he's a wheeler dealer. <laughs> yes. Don't he's know. a what? He's saying, yeah, one of them. Yeah. Uh, wheel of fortune. Uh, and they managed to get a Euro 2016 winner. Well, well International good, good for star. them. Yeah. The so, Dildo brothers would be happy, wouldn't they? Well, they, maybe they'll have something to say about it next week. Yeah, perhaps, yeah, if if, um, if they can prepare anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't. When I say them, break I the mean, illusion. I mean them. Yes, yes, yes you yeah. mean them. And my uh, my second 
Actually, it's a third. The third, it's third, yeah. Sometimes is the, the early numbers are the most difficult ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you get into the, if um, you get into fives and tens, I mean, you're flying. Yeah, beyond four million three thousand and. <clears throat> Amerik Laporte, do you know him? Amerik, Amerik Laporte. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I think I know who he is. Who he is? Yeah, I know who he is. Good. Uh, a athletic Bilbao defender, but he's actually French. Oh, we oui, oui. Um, yeah. You should have gone before the episode. Way. Je m'appelle David Laporte. Uh, well, um, vagina dildo. Sorry? What? <laughs> oh, yes. David Gina. That's for our hardcore fans. Um, a. Merrick Laporte looks like he is going to be heading over to Manchester City. Oh. And he's been. They don't need anyone, do they? For. Uh, well, uh, Pep needs. Someone to cover this for the endlessly inconsistent Vincent Company. And I say inconsistent, I mean fitness-wise. Yeah. Uh, also, he clearly does not trust Mangala at all. No. Uh, so I can see this is an astute move, and they've clearly got money because they're going. It looks like they're going to pay around fifty-seven million pounds for him. Uh, he is for those of you who um, have played a lot of football games in your time, Football Manager, um, FIFA. He is the young starlet. He has been the young starlet in terms of defence for many years, so it could be a good move for them. So he, might, he can't be that young anymore then? 23. But su- surprisingly, not actually played for the senior French team, national side. Mm. And yet he's worth £57 million. What a crazy world we live in. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah. What does it make you wonder, Dave? Just anything. It makes <laughs> Just you wonder. anything, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it makes you, sorry, it makes you wonder. That's what I meant to say. Just go for a walk. Well, oh, yeah. Mm. Can do, yep. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it looks like City will be bolstering their already pretty impressive defence with uh, Amerik Laporte. Well, thank you very much, Joe, for all your transfer information. I, I'm thrilled that um, you brought it to the table uh, because I had no information on transfers, so it was quite fortunate. In the middle of well, the end of January? I know, Jesus I know. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not long to go, so get your transfers in, kids, and we'll talk about it. Well, if we do our um, episode next Wednesday, have a transfer special, won't we? Yeah, I'm not, I have to check my diary. Okay, okay good. This is off-air stuff. Right. Uh, it, let's... Yeah. Yes. Yep. That's your transfer stuff. That was. That's, yes. Was it? That was your transfer stuff. Yeah, it was. It was mine. All yours. Uh, mostly. All, actually. So, we're moving swiftly on. Swiftly, um, swiftly. I like this bit because it's, um, I mean, you could squeeze any sort of story into this section because it's just anything that's a bit silly, isn't it? I think it's our, probably our most versatile yeah. section. A bastard is very versatile. It is, it, it is, it is, it is, it is. lots of bastardly things happen. Yes, it is, it is. So, um, no, go on then, press it. Please, yeah, please. please pray continue. Not in my day. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Would you uh, like to go first? Because yeah. I believe we've got one each. Go on then, I'll go first. Okay then. Okay. Uh, this is about a Norwegian Liverpool fan who names his baby daughter uh, YNWA in homage to his beloved football team, Liverpool. As in you'll not walk alone? 
You'll never walk alone. You'll ne- yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> You'll, You'll not. not walk alone. The famous song. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, Liverpool fan Kent Solheim decided to name his two-week-old child after his beloved football club. Well, he's got a name like Kent, so what do Liverpool, you, what do you yeah. That's his, um, that's his beloved um, county of England. <laughs> <laughs> what was his second name again? Solheim. No, I got nothing on that one. Yeah. Isn't it a museum? Solheim Museum? This is beloved museum. Yeah, museum. Yeah. Um, hailing from the city of Sandisfjord near Oslo, Kent, and his uh, he and his partner Karine are now proud parents of a beautiful bouncing baby girl by the name of uh, YNWA. Inwa. Mm. Well, yeah, you're right. Apparently, the little girl's full name is officially YNWA, pronounced Unwa. Unwa. Yes. Unwa. Um, and that's what they're here. Yeah, that's what they've called their daughter. Sounds like, sounds like the kind of thing that um, you know one of uh, Jackie Chan's villains would would a noise that they would make in an old you know unwa unwa yeah like yeah well, you know like a, just a sort of a, I'm about to fight you using yeah. the medium of karate sort of yeah. noise. Put your dukes up. Yeah. Get ready for this karate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unwa. So yeah, that's this is happening in Norway. This is actually happening. Okay. Uh, they've called their daughter Unwar. You'll never walk alone. Amazing. Not in my day. Not really. No. Not certainly not in my day. I'm just wondering. You know, if they have any further kids, what else does he like? <laughs> well, this is beloved football team. We don't know what his beloved. Uh, he might like. You know, what his beloved his favourite animal is. Yeah, he might like BDSM or something. You know, and what's that? Bad stuff. <laughs> not sure. It's- the the the, le- the uh, initials don't marry up, but uh, I'll take your word for it. The M's a bit rogue, isn't it? But never mind. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my one. Not in my day. What's not in your day? Well, what didn't happen in my day was uh, to do with Marco Silva, the now former Watford boss. Yeah, what's happened? This, um, I've, what I think is a ridiculous scandal. He's been sacked. He has been sacked. For for what and for why? Uh, for And for the wherefore? Well, for their um, pretty dramatic drop in form. But, Dave, the kind I- of surrounding story uh, shocked me a little bit. Did it? Yeah. I can see in your face, actually, yeah. I've gone all pale. You have. Yeah. So sweating. uh, Watford blame Everton as they sack manager uh, Marcus Silva and hire Xavi Gracia. What, what, why? What have Everton Everton got? (laughs) Everton? What have Everton Everton got to go with it? Got to go with it. Got to go with it. Episode title got kagoo. No, I'm not spelling that. <laughs> Fuck it off. Uh, don't tell me to. F- Sorry. I mean, come back. <sighs> Thank you. Here I am again. <laughs> Watford have sacked manager Marco Silva, blaming Everton's approach for the Portuguese in November as the catalyst for this decision. That's, no, you can't. That's not their fault. Well, no, you can't. No, I'm sorry. Not having that. So the Hornets, uh, Watford, obviously, the Hornets have won one of their last 11 Premier League games and are 10th in the table, five points above relegation after Saturday's 2-0 loss at Leicester. So the 10th in the table. Yeah. We're talking Watford. We're not talking Tottenham here. No, no. So that's not bad. But what they're going on is their incredible start to the season where they were challenging for a Champions League place. Yes, but I mean... And then in the in the, in the the last 11 Premier League games, they've only won one and they've taken an enormous dip in their form. And that lines up perfectly with Everton's approach for Marco Silva after they sacked Ronald Koeman quite some time ago. Mm. So that's the sort of the conspiracy so almost. So they're using it this. as a bit of an excuse, is that what you're saying? Yes, and they have a pretty awful... Um, they haven't got a good record with managers, have they, no, of late? No, What was the guy prior to Marcus Silva? Was v- it Chico... Verratti? No, Verratti. No, Flores? 
Uh, something. That guy. And yeah. then before Chico, him, Chico Flores, Kike, Chico, Kike, Kike, Flores. yeah, Kike Flores, Sanchez, Sanchez, Maria, yeah, uh, Obrigado, yeah, uh, and of course the um, Italian guy, Ma- Mazzari, Walter Mazzari, Mazzari, Mister Moody, Moody Pants, mm. is what I, you know, they're very catchy. That was what I went up on him. the banner on the on his TV. Mister Moody, is. Moody Pants, yeah. Walter Mazzari, formerly known as uh, yeah, the artist formerly known as Mister Moody, Moody Pants. Um, it's a very odd one. So they've got this tradition of just shifting their managers in a very unceremonial manner. Uh, and it seems like they've just bounced, jumped on this as an excuse to get rid of him because he is clearly quality. But, you know, that run of form does speak for itself. So it's an interesting story. Yeah. Well, is, it, um, is Elton Johnson involved? Is it, was it Hidden that sacked him? Okay, could well have been. I think he's something he, to do with the club, is he? Is he an, like an ambassador or like a, on the board? I'm not sure how involved he is, actually. Um technical director i think yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> director of him football. and his partner david furnish <laughs> yeah uh, he does all the furniture and stuff oh <laughs> spaniard javi gracia was announced as silver's replacement on sunday evening Quick. gracia 47 left russian club rubin kazan in june after a 10-year coaching career in his homeland and in greece he's the 10th manager to work at the club under the pozzo family since 2012 2012 wow, is that's... just over five years ago. Ten managers in yeah. that period. That's almost a manager every six months. Two per calendar year. Craziness. Yeah. Absolute craziness. How can you expect to build an ethos, get a rhythm going? Yeah. And Well, if you want to get a rhythm going, you speak to Elton. Because he's a music man. He is a music man. Yeah, so that's yeah. how you get a rhythm going. It's a little getting bit down, funny, isn't it? Getting down, yes. And this feeling inside. That's what David Furnish said. Um, oh, <laughs> he's Ooh, gay jokes. Quick as a flash. <laughs> well, I hope not. That's that bit, that's embarrassing, isn't it? Not in public. No. Only in in a consenting private environment. Okay. Yeah. Bum away. <laughs> right. Good. So he's okay. Well, not good. He's been sacked. I quite liked him actually. He's he's good. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of potential. If it is true that, uh, you know, his professionalism has gone out the window since he was approached by Everton and he's a bit butthurt about not getting the job. He's like, oh, I don't like Watford anymore. If that is true, then, you know, I think his career is at threat with these kind of things. I don't think it's... I think it's it's, it's an excuse. I I think we should should, uh, talk no more of it. Okay, fine. Fine. Um, I'll just finish with a couple of quotes um, to, you know, round this off. Um, in a statement, Watford said they were convinced that 40-year-old Silver's appointment in May was the right one, and without the unwarranted approach, they would have continued to prosper. Uh, this has been a difficult decision and one not taken lightly, the club added. The catalyst is that approach, something which the board believes has seen a significant deterioration, deterioration in both focus and results to the point where the long-term future of Watford has been jeopardised. So that's yeah, what I said. Fine. They can dress it up like that. I'm not totally on board with it. No, if they want to dress up, that's fine. Again, yeah. speak to Elton. Yeah, he's he good at dressing that. Up. Particularly the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. And that ridiculous hairpiece he's got on as well. Don't know what you mean. Um, which I think is permanent now. Uh, what, has he done an Andros Townsend? <laughs> he's got a tattooed a, on his head. A while ago. It's, uh, no, it's a, it's, oh, it's a proper professional job. I mean, you, you, wouldn't, know, you wouldn't know Elton John um, was bald had he not been bald for the, the first half of his career quite clearly in the public eye a bit Antoni- but aside from that you would not know he no was no a bit antonio conte-esque really yeah well i don't yeah slightly smaller scale 
I mean, well, I don't know. Antonio Conte didn't go prancing around singing songs on stage. No, he went prancing around on a football pitch playing football in front of thousands of people every week. So quite the same, actually. Yeah. yeah. All right, much. point taken. <laughs> Move on. Uh, you've got a nod in my day then, I believe. I just did it, didn't I? I did it before you. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> I said. On. Yeah. Pay attention. Um, no, that's it. Not in my day's done. Uh, We're uh, done with that yeah, for the week. That's what I said. You, you did one, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Right, have I dug myself out? Yep, yeah, good. <laughs> Not in my day. Joe. Yes, Dave. You know um, Sean Dyche? I do. You know, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but he was on a rolling contract with Burnley. A 12-month rolling contract. I'd he... say that's pretty unusual, Yeah, well, it? he's not anymore. He's just signed a new bumper contract ah. until 2022. That's good. He's my favourite manager. Yes. Well, we have a statement from uh, Sean Dyche yeah. um, and his little brother Steve. I'm quite young in management terms. I'm still learning and still improving, I believe. So I think it's the right place to be. Yes, I think it's the right place to be. It's a very good environment and I enjoy it and I enjoy the connection I have with this area. With this, with this area, yeah. There is lots of work to be done, but I'm quite definitely in for the work to be done. The work to be done, yeah. That's interesting. I, I haven't heard um, his little brother Steve's voice before no has he he always been around no (laughs) he hasn't no he's only just appeared recently i mean he's always been there he's always been his his brother his little brother isn't he has he been you know the saying you know it's sort of in the shadow of has he literally been in this no yeah he's he's very much behind shadows yeah he's 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 in the shadow steve uh they call him shadowy steve shadowy steve yes does he sort of just like sort of lean out from behind sean like gollum and just go hey um, yeah, I don't think he's quite decided yet in, on his full uh, character. Right. But, so I think he's just going to see how it pans out. Does he have actually a job at the club or is he just allowed again, to swan around? Again, these, these are details that he hasn't yet disclosed, uh, but I'm sure there'll be, we'll have more info on him as the episodes go on. Yeah. yeah. He's pro- I, mean, I imagine. Yes. I imagine. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd have guess they've probably given him an honorary title like, you know, like um, sanitary towel manager or something like that. I think he's, I think he's, a, I think he's a bit more important than that. He's, he's literally... Sean Dyche, his right-hand man, or left, depending where where he's sat, yeah. or where, where he's sort of crouched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, these are details. I believe they are, yeah. But good, well, congratulations to Sean Dyche, and congratulations to Burnley as well. Yeah. Great manager. And, and his little brother, Steve. And his little brother, Steve, yeah. not forgetting. Yes. Uh, cool. Okay. Okay. Now, we're going to talk naughty. Not, I mean, not like that. <laughs> Put that away, Dave. Oh, I will. <laughs> In a minute. <laughs> In a minute. I'll hide it somewhere. The uh, my, you, my cup of tea, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Put it put it away. Yeah. Bastard of the week. Bastard of the week, yeah, here we go. Bastard of the week. We're kicking the ass out of these jingles tonight, aren't we? I've not got one wrong yet, have I? No, I'm saying we, we're making use of them. We sure are. Yeah. Do um, I sound keen enough then? I tried yeah, to sound we keen. sure are. We sure are. <laughs> Kid. <laughs> uh, okay, we've got one each, I think. Would you like to go first? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, football fan is arrested for urinating in opposi- opposition goalkeeper's water bottle and throwing it back to him. Um, brilliant. No, not brilliant. Horrible. 
Well, yeah. I mean, brilliant in the sense that the Sunderland fan shitting in his seat was brilliant. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah it's it's not uh, it's not it's not a terrorist or anything like that. Brilliantly ridiculous. Yeah. A football fan has been arrested after allegedly urinating in the opposition goalkeeper's water bottle and throwing it back onto the pitch. The man, believed to be a Middlesbrough supporter, was arrested following the uh, E Championship match with QPR at Loftus Road. <laughs> Loftus? Loftus. Oh, why did I say? I know it's Loftus. Loftus Rod. You do now. He has been accused of relieving himself in the water bottle of goalie Alex Smithies. <laughs> a video of the incident has appeared on social media. Where fans, uh, while fans described seeing a woman handing the bottle to the man before he urinated in it and hurled it back onto the pitch. A woman? A woman was is involved as well. The facilitator. Mm. <laughs> Others also claim they witnessed seeing the 27-year-old keeper drinking from the bottle after it had been urinated in. No. Surely you'd notice it disappear and then get thrown mm. back and it would be, wouldn't be be in the same place where you left it. This water tastes like piss. It is piss. Oh, Austin. good. It's not just me then. <laughs> <laughs> the Metropolitan Police said a man was charged with throwing an item onto the pitch and will face court. Oh, yeah. That's an absolutely horrendous You just stand out there and face it. Yeah. And then they might take him in. <laughs> they might, yeah. They'll get him to Stand fa- and look at that court. Now, oh, how does that make you feel? Uh, Naughty. Nothing really. It's just. I need to pee pee again. Have you got a yeah? Got a bottle? That's disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. That is. Dis- yeah. That is. Dis- that's, that is. Um. That is something a bastard would do. It's certainly bastardly. Mm. Certainly, and uh, I'm sure that uh, Sean would back us up on that. He's on vacation this week. He's on vacation. What, what yeah. do you mean? You it mean he's on holiday? Appears to be a. Where sta- are you from? It appears to be a staycation. I don't think he's coming back. I think we lost him. Good. No, he's not dead. She's dead. She's not dead. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, he's he's currently in uh, Mozambique. Is yeah. he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't have nothing to. I don't want. To, I don't want to say to that. No, you don't need to say anything. Yet. Just. Uh... Shall I do my one? Yeah. Have you, have you finished? Actually? Yeah, I've finished. You yeah. have. Yeah. Good. All right. Now, that one. Although, like we say, it was a very bastardly act and pretty horrendous and oh, disgusting thing to do. Terrible. Terrible. My story, Terrible business. My story, unfortunately, is particularly horrible. Oh, actually, seriously horrible. Yeah. Oh. It's not one we can necessarily make light of. But, you know, this podcast shouldn't all be light entertainment, Dave. Shouldn't it? No. Oh. Well, not, I've decided Well, it's not going to be now, is I've it? I've made an executive decision. You're bringing decision. it right down. Yeah, I am. What is, what is this, then? So, Lazio finds... Try not to laugh. Go. <laughs> I've broken that already. Mm. Lazio fined for anti-Semitic Anne Frank stickers against Roma. So, you know, um, you might already tell from the Lazio and Roma in that title that this is an Italian thing. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, uh, Italy have often come off fairly badly, Italian football at least, in this Mm. podcast, haven't they? Uh, Serie A side Lazio have been fined €50,000 after supporters displayed anti-Semitic Anne Frank stickers last October. Fans posted images of the Holocaust victim in a Roma jersey alongside slogans such as Roma fans are Jews. What's that got to do with anything? Oh, good one. Some of them probably are, so bloody what? What was ridiculous. 13 Lazio fans have received stadium bans of between five and eight years in connection with the incident. The Football Federation, the Italian Football Federation, excuse me, prosecutor, had also asked for two games to be played behind closed doors. So I think there's fairly severe punishment, which is good. Mm. Um, but, you know, 
why are the fans even engaging in this kind of thing? I don't understand it. Like, I mean, what? you do get this thing in in London in the in the uh, North London derby, Tottenham Arsenal, of mm. like you know that that horrible term for Tottenham fans that begins with a Y. Oh, know. you're not allowed to say it. Well, I don't know. I just don't want to. Okay. Um, that refers to you know some Jewish background to Tottenham fans, but you don't hear about this kind of ridiculous stuff of them making like proper gander with Anne Frank on it. No, like, this is ridiculous. It's like next level stuff. When um, did they? When did they got the t? Where did they get the t-shirts printed? Yeah, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> who would actually go? Well, yeah, I'll print that for you. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Yeah. So the the material was found before a league game against Cagliari in an uh, area of Rome's Olympic Stadium occupied by hardcore Lazio fans known as ultras. So it all comes down to the the insanos in football, pretty much known for their racist chants and often violent behaviour. Sound like a fun group. In the following round of fixtures, <laughs> a passage of Frank's diary was read before matches. But some Juventus fans turned their backs and sang the Italian national anthem during a minute's silence to remember the Holocaust. Yeah, there seems to be an anti-Semitic problem in uh, Italian football, Dave. Really, I wouldn't have, um, I wouldn't have guessed that. No, it's just really strange, isn't it? I yeah, mean, there's been right. there's been cases of racism against players like Salim Antari, uh, and he was subsequently punished for being uh, racially abused which is just really yeah. strange so they just hate everyone pretty much yeah. it seems like they do yeah and I don't want to have this as a you know a, a, a sweeping um, attack on Italy it's Italian football that's a problem and football is often a problem generally I think socially yes yeah. and that's uh, the, the bit of football that I really despise but I love it generally the hate the hate so yeah, unfortunately, that was a pretty downer bastard. That's horrible, that is. Um, but you know, it's yeah, a negative. I, I, word. I was thinking all the way through, and I, I, I was, yeah, I've got, I haven't got any jokes on that one. Good. Well, what I can do now is I can tell my second joke of the day to sort of lighten the right after lighten that. the tone a okay, bit. Okay. Yeah. No. Good. Yeah. It's, so it's a balance, isn't it? So yeah. This is the counterbalance. Light and dark. Yes. Dark and light. And it's football-related joke as well. Okay. Go on. Then. Okay. How did Ebenezer Scrooge win the football game? What football game? Not doesn't matter. Sorry, how I don't know, Joe. How did Ebenezer Scrooge win the football game? The ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> that that's okay. That's not as good as your first one. Not is it? It's no. good. It's no. good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's uh, yeah, it's fine. It passes. It passed. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. It's good because he passed. <laughs> it's, it's football, isn't it? It's it was like so. He, it was like an assist. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's good. I did wonder where it was going when you started talking about Ebenezer Scrooge mm. and football. Because mm. I mean, that's not mentioned, is it in the in the Christmas Carol? I don't believe so. No, little little Timmy doesn't. He's got gammy well, legs. Would he be he? rubbish? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a terrible footballer. <laughs> no offence, but uh, yeah, probably put him in goal. Mister Fezziwig, perhaps would. Um, <laughs> shall we? What's next, Dave? Well, well, what isn't next? What does make sense? No, it doesn't. No, uh, the World Cup. World Cup, yes, good Is that stuff. What's next? That's what's next. I believe okay, so. Okay, so we um, we did facts on, on the teams in England's group, Group G, G for golf. Can you remember the teams? Tunisia, yes. Panama, yes. And Belgium, Belgium. Thank That's you. Right. Yeah, I just I was I was forming the B when you said it. So. Uh, and last uh, time around, I gave you facts on a team from Group A. Can you remember that team? Saudi Arabia. Correct. So. I'm following a pattern here. I've moved on to Group B. Amazing. Uh, it's all late. I'm just going to follow their... It's like, They've all laid it out, so I'll just go with their... They've put the letters in a sequence, have they? Yeah, and I'm just going to follow that follow... sequence. Yeah, it, I mean, why, why deviate? Yeah, sure, fair enough. So I'm going for the team Morocco. Ah, okay. Back okay. to North Africa. Interesting. 
Yes, the Moroccan national uh, football team, nicknamed Lions of the Atlas. Lions of the Atlas. Lions of the Atlas. Does the Atlas just mean the globe? I think it means the world, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, it's quite, some... quite bold, isn't it, really? That, that yeah, statement. Yeah, they better be good. <laughs> do you get lions in Morocco? I don't know if you it's do. It's quite far north in Africa, isn't it? I don't know if you... North African, the North Moroccan... North Morocco, so. yeah. No. Um, so some, some footballers from Morocco you may have heard of. Okay. Current players, Sofiane Bouffal. Southampton. Oh, yeah, the the uh, one of the footballers with two girls' names is his first name. <laughs> yes, Sofiane. Sofiane Buffal. Yeah. Uh, Nordin Amrabat, who plays for Watford. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and f- and some former Premier League players. Marouane Schemack. <laughs> the famous lazy striker. Yes. And Adel Tarapt. Yeah, the famous lazy attacker <laughs> yes. builder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Infamous, really, both from not yeah. famous, I suppose. Lazy Moroccans. <laughs> uh, not all Moroccans, just those two. <laughs> Um, okay, some Morocco facts, Joe. Yeah. Moroccan weekend falls on Thursday and Friday. All other days are work days. Sounds good. I'd only really... I'd, I'd work a lot less if that would... Uh... Would you? Well, you would over here, but that, <laughs> but that doesn't... Yeah, carry doesn't on. Yep. Uh, in Moroccan culture, traditionally... <laughs> Sorry. What? Just the way you said that. Traditionally... The liver is considered to be the symbol of love, not the heart. That's really interesting. <laughs> so they don't drink then, sure. They don't punish their... I don't think they do. Punish their love. They don't drink much, no. Yeah. Um, it is common practice for Moroccans to extend invitations to their home. However, remember that the invitation is a genuine one only if it is extended three times. <laughs> <laughs> right, so twice or four times is fuck off, basically. No, well, I think it's like, do you want to come round? Yeah, sure. Do you want to come round? Yeah, that'd be great, yeah. yeah. All right, see ya. See you later. So don't come round. Don't come round. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't ask <laughs> in the first place. Uh, I don't make knee sense, what, I, I try and catch them out, so they go, oh, Dave, do you want to come round? I go, oh, yeah, lovely. Okay, there you go. Okay, do you want to come round? I go, sorry, what did you say? I said, do you want to come round? Yes, ah, three times. Ah, I'm coming round. Your shit, ah. Your shit, your shit ah. Yeah. That's what I do. Um, <laughs> probably the only time you get, in, you get invited round after that. Yeah, you've you, kind of burnt your bridges there a little bit. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to invite you back three times. No, no. No, I think it works the other way. I don't know if it works. <laughs> the other way. Another fact. In 2003... Morocco offered to send 2,000 monkeys to assist the war effort in Iraq. They were to be used to detonate landmines. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, that's an extraordinarily immoral thing to even offer. Well, they're only monkeys. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, what? of course. doesn't say what kind of monkeys. Like, I would probably... What, what would, what's the best uh, monkey to detonate a landmine, would you say? Uh, Something w- quite... Well, if you have to think kind of brutally about it, I suppose a big one. Yeah? Yeah. Because then they're more likely to tread on a mine, aren't they, I suppose, if they're larger. And they're more True, likely to set yeah. it off because they've got more weight, more mass. So like a gorilla or orangutan? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go with that, then. Uh, what? What? Please send in your suggestions for the best monkeys uh, to use to detonate landmines. The best species, yeah. 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 Are gorillas actually monkeys, or are they... The thing is with category. a gorilla, if you went, go and walk over there, and he went, no, fuck off, you go, all right. I'm yeah, sorry, mate. Do what you want, yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah. I'll take you back to Morocco now. Whereas one of those little Larry ones, I mean, to be honest, they'll do anything, won't they? The li- like chimpanzees, they're stupid. I mean, yeah. bit of peanut butter in the in the mouth, and they're off. Just... You could dress them up. But you could put them in, the, in a camouflage, in a camo, couldn't you? Yeah. If you wanted to. I don't know why you'd bother. 
dressing them. Yeah, actually, it's a waste of uniform. Really hot it? enough out get, there as it and is. And it's going to get blown up. Going to get blown up. So don't waste your uniform. No. And yeah, they probably wouldn't get them in their size because like, they're quite small. Like. And then you might have to promote them as well. Give them, a, you know, if they do well, if they if they don't get like, like valor, blown up, chimps or... of valor. <laughs> Anyway, so that's your Morocco fan. It would be a banana, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Morocco, that, that's it. That's your Morocco fan. Loved it. Thank you. Very good. Yeah, that, that was some. Yeah. Now, I haven't done these for a while, Joe. What are they, Dave? What are they called? I'm going to, well, it's just, I thought this we could end on this because it's be quite funny. Yeah. Well, they've been so. funny in the past. I can't guarantee that some of them might be um, terrible. Can I make a guess at what they are? Sure. Are they fanigrams? No, they're anagrams. Oh, right, yeah. Yes. These are um, anagrams of um, football clubs. Good. Okay? Yep. Now, I say football clubs. Now, because some football clubs have short names, I sort of, I may have added another word to the name of that football club. Right. To create a good anagram. Okay. You'll see what I mean. Okay. So the first one is Arsenal Football Club. Okay. Well, yeah, that's sort of what they're called. Yeah, isn't so it? Arsenal Football Club, Cruel Banal Footballs. Cruel Banal Footballs. Yes. Like it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not describing how they play. That's just. Uh, well, you, no, you definitely I? aren't. <laughs> okay. Burnley Football, Foul Ball Rent Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Foul ball rent boy. Foul boy, but b- foul ball. What you said? Yeah. Um, brilliant. Yeah. Chelsea Football Club. Callous fat leech blob. <laughs> That's <laughs> a lot of words. I don't know. <laughs> Callous yeah. fat leech blob. Yes. Does that? What does that say about Chelsea? Do you think? Yeah. Doesn't say anything. It's just an anagram. Don't All read right. into it. Don't okay. read into it. All right. All Leeds United. I needed slut. <laughs> that's that's again that sounds like a Martin Keown statement doesn't it yes I'm, I'm not, not wanker. wanker I needed slut I needed slut <laughs> this is a perfect sentence now yeah what was the other thing there was something that wasn't there, there last was, week yeah I can't remember what it was yeah no, I'm right, the yeah. wanker fans tell us what else does Martin Keown fans. say yeah okay Leicester City yep electric yetis <laughs> <laughs> well there. Uh, <laughs> That's um, something to be uh, invented, mm. isn't it? Uh, Maybe they can be used to, you know, blow up bombs in uh, landmines. Yeah, yeah. A little bit more moral because they probably don't wouldn't have a conscience. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, or you could send this next one: Newcastle United, wet, dense lunatic. <laughs> it describes some of their former players. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Just two more: uh, Manchester United. Stained hen rectum. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hen rectum. Yeah, stained. Sta- yeah, yeah. But stained. specifically, the rectum of a hen. <laughs> of a hen. Yeah. <laughs> Be specific. Be specific. If I'd have just said, sta- you know, rectum, you'd have gone, whoa, whoa, whose rectum? Yeah, the hen's rectum, of or, course. Better yet, what's rectum? What's rectum? <laughs> That's one Martin of Martin's questions. <laughs> I'm not wanker. I needed slut. What's rectum? What's rectum? <laughs> Okay. He's reading what the slut will offer him on page. Yeah. What's rectum? Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> um, uh, last one. West Bromwich Albion. I am two inch slobber. <laughs> Again, that's slightly Martin Keone, isn't it? I don't know what he's talking about, but... Uh, no, something devious. Two inch slobber. Two inch slobber. There you go. Anagrams of football clubs. You're welcome. Very good. I enjoyed that profusely. Uh, 
So thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed you. I enjoyed you. I no, didn't enjoy you. I enjoyed it. Not all yet. of it. I enjoyed all of it. No, yeah, you didn't. So that's it. Wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> Unless you've got anything else. I don't. <laughs> okay. No. Well, that's bye-bye then. I told me jokes. That's you did. They me. were good jokes. D- thank you. Bring yeah. some more next week. Oh, is that me? That's my thing now, is it? Yeah. That and, and favourite headline, but without the story. Yes, that's your new... I quite like that. It's quick. It's a little... Yeah. yeah. Keep it simple. Stupid. Kiss. Don't be... Oh, right. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. So, uh, find us on Facebook. Facebook. Find us on Twitter, Twitter at Round the Back Pod. Round the Back Pod. It works better if you don't talk don't over me. Over me. Yeah. Yep. Our website, <laughs> roundtheback.com, where you can comment on our blog posts, and the blog posts are the episodes. They are. They are. Uh, we are part of the Podnose Network, um, so you can find us at podnose.com with some other great shows. Uh, well, Steve. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me to name some of those great shows. Uh, the names are all on the website, just have a look yeah. at that. Uh, what else? Android apps, uh, Overcast and Castbox. I mean, we do this, you should know this by now, to be fair. We do it this the every week. It's the 48th time in a row that we've done uh, this. And if, yeah, so <laughs> Give us a review on iTunes as well. Yeah, do all that. Be honest but positive. Um, <laughs> and uh, have a good week. Yeah, just, you know, be good to... Um... Oh, enjoy the uh, enjoy the FA Cup this weekend. But yeah, this if, should be a good one. If your teams are involved. And if your teams aren't involved, enjoy it still. As neutrals. Mm. Enjoy yeah. it neutrally. Neutralise your, yourselves. Enjoy your neutrality. Yes. 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 Shall I do the... Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, <laughs> everybody.